Chukaya, you can't eat toilet paper. You can't eat. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Laura Sheehan Barron. I'm hosting episode two of um, Babies Adjusting to Life and uh, Pediatric Chiropractic and Other Body Work. And in episode two, I've asked two mothers who I've known in my practice to share their their experiences of um, how they approach working with their babies, um, changing their thinking about the way Americans tell you to treat your children or babies and um, how they have experienced babies and body work. So um, who would like to speak first? We have we're going to have anonymous moms, so mom E, mom A, and I want to thank you both for sharing your stories. Um, so could mom E share in about three sentences how your pregnancy was? Uh, my pregnancy was um, uneventful. I was really healthy. I didn't have like any symptoms or anything and it was a great nine months thank you and mom a how was your pregnancy also my pregnancy was really smooth too i had fought, my symptoms were great um and i loved eating food <laughs> it was actually pretty enjoyable wonderful and so um Mom E, would you like to share your labor and delivery experience? Um, yes. <laughs> oh, can I? So, um, for me, I was supposed to ha give birth at Pacifica. Um, I chose uh, to have a my baby at the birth center because I wanted to be outside of a hospital setting but what ended up happening was um they were wrong about my baby's positioning um she had like a like a severe tilt so her head was right next to the birth canal and they weren't checking on me regularly to see my progress so they sent me to the hospital to get morphine and then I went to the hospital and I was in active labor and I had back labor because they were wrong about her positioning. And it was really frustrating because I had to push for five hours um, to get her to get her to like position right. Um, so my labor could have been more smooth and it would have been faster because I ended up getting the epidural because I was having such intense back labor um so mine was just like kind of medical missteps but I end up giving birth to her perfectly fine um and I did the most minimal thing so I just had the epidural okay thank you for sharing that that must have been very difficult for you and um it sounds like baby head was just tilted the wrong way and she knew it and that set up a whole sequence of events. 
Yeah, I just wish I would have known because I was going in the chiropractor. They were asking me there's different things I could have done to have her position more better. So I think next yeah. time I might get an ultrasound at the end of my pregnancy. I only had maybe two ultrasounds my whole pregnancy because I don't believe in having a lot of ultrasounds. So I think next time if I do have another baby, I'll have one just to see her positioning. Sounds like a good plan. And mom A, how was your labor and delivery experience? Actually, um, sounds pretty similar, except for um, I was in the hospital and my baby was positioned correctly. I had an ultrasound at week 36 and um, he was in position, head down the right way and switched once I went into labor, he flipped onto my back. He was um, sunny side up is what it's called. And um, so I went into the hospital and labored similar where I was in so many different positions trying to just relieve the pain from my back. Yeah. Um, I just constantly remember feeling like my back was shattering. Oh, and trying so many positions. I was laboring on the toilet, laboring on all fours, on a ball. I remember the hospital allowing me to labor. Um, actually, so when I got to the hospital, they were able to monitor his positioning. Um, and he, um, they allowed me to labor with my hands, on I was on all fours my hands were on the back of the the chair um I hope that like yeah it was yeah. I was holding on my knee I was on my knees and um as soon as I was ready to push I then had to I got the epidural and um I then flipped onto my back and I had my husband and doula on one side of me so I had one holding one leg up and the duo holding the other leg. And um, he flipped actually on his own. And the doctor, actually, I think the doctor called it natural flip. And she reached and she flipped and as he was coming out. Um, yeah, so he was, she helped him flip and he f was able to come out vaginally. Um, yeah, so that was my experience. Okay. Thank you for sharing that because I know just talking about all of that can bring up a lot of feelings hurt for you both. And um, how was your baby right after the birth? Just um, in a couple of sentences, share how the baby was right after they were born. Um, she was really alert. She was like looking around. Um, she latched on fine and she was just perfect. She was just like the perfect little baby. Good. Kaya. Oh, sorry. And, and man, uh, mom A. Um, he had a really tight grip and was really tense. Um, I felt it from the beginning. I mean, I guess when they put him on my chest, he, you know, he was relaxed and you know, everything was smooth for the first few days. I do always remember he, it feeling like 
very, very intense, like um, coming at me <laughs> and just trying really hard to like help him relax. Um, always felt like something I would struggle with. Okay. And so maybe this goes right into it. Um, share how the first three months were with baby getting adjusted to breastfeeding, digestion, and sleep. And like, you know, if you can keep it condensed a little bit to five sentences or so. Um, so breastfeeding um, didn't work out for me, unfortunately. Um, my daughter in utero, um, her tongue never lifted. So when she was born, um, you have, the tongue has to lift to allow the suction of breast milk. So Kai was unable to do that. And um, I didn't know that was the problem. So I started giving her formula. And then um, I put her in her bassinet up till six weeks. And then her sleeping was never really good. She didn't like to like be put down in the bassinet. So I started co-sleeping at six weeks. And then she started sleeping through the night. Um, unless she had gas from the formula. But at three months, I started giving her donor milk and we haven't looked back. And um, she sleeps through the night pretty much. I still have to give her bottles, but if I have bottles and there's one in her mouth, she doesn't wake up. Um, I think the hardest thing for me was just getting to know my baby and getting to know their needs and their wants and their cues. Very good. Yeah. I know you're gonna speak about that a little bit more in just a minute. Let's talk to mom A about how it was the first three months with her baby getting adjusted to breastfeeding, digestion, and sleep. Um, yeah, I also felt like the first three months are the most challenging. And I think it took me three months to figure out the cues and getting him nursing successfully and figuring out his digestion, digestion system. Um, um, I, <clears throat> for, for my baby, I actually, breastfeeding was challenging. Um, I knew he was getting the milk. I, for him, it was more um, just, I always felt like just relaxing him and um, slowing things down. Um, it felt always felt like how do I just adjust it that way um, and and feeling the pressure of like is he is he just hungry is it his personality um, is he getting what he needs I I never felt like I his digestion really was he, everything went through him it never felt like that felt, that felt normal to me um, and he slept great, mm -hmm. um, would nap fine. Um, sleeping was always fine for a normal, you know, what the nor mm -hmm. newborns do like three, every two, three hours. Um, so for me, all that felt great. And with the breastfeeding, it was just like a learning curve trying to figure out um, mm -hmm. just how to get used to it and how to get adjusted. Gotcha. Great. Thank you for sharing that. And then so um, Mom E, share about how you heard of Baby Body Work and what 
sessions were like for you and baby um and yeah um well I knew about baby work because I got body work done for the first six months of my pregnancy I went to cranial sacral for an hour and then I did chiropractic work when I was pregnant I did acupuncture I did all of that so I already did body work and I knew that it was that they do the same for babies and actually better for babies to have body work when they're younger because they're more malleable. Um, and then when I thought, I thought Kai had a tongue tie um, and I saw like a lactation consultant and they weren't giving me the answers I wanted. And I follow people on Instagram and they said that um, someone that is cranial sacral can help um, help with tongue ties or even if you do get the surgery that they can help you heal your baby afterwards so I reached out to my doula and she knew someone and um, I got in contact with her and then Kaya started seeing um, a, a, a cranial sacral person at six weeks and Kaya did really well. She was she was off, like her lips weren't symmetrical. And then after one session, her lips were symmetrical. And um, she also helped heal her head because she, you know, she came out and her head was like a little lopsided still. So um, she went through that. She loved it. Yeah, you loved it. You love body work, Kai Kai. Yeah, you love <laughs> Um, and she just really enjoyed it and she really thrived in the issues that I had. See, she she's she's telling you guys she um that it worked out for her. Um and I never had any problems with her like not liking body work. Um, so yeah. Thank you. And mom A. How, how did you hear about body work for babies and what were sessions like for both of you? Actually, so I had never heard about craniosacral therapy. So that was really new to me um, when it was mentioned also from my lactation consultant. Um, and I liked it because it's not invasive. Um, and I thought, well, that seems like the first step towards um, helping him relax and um, and I thought well if he's relaxed his digestion will relax and things will feel more smooth for him and I guess that was the first that felt like a first step as a mom um, I've, I've heard babies having um, tongue ties and um, getting the surgery and it, and also it not necessarily helping so um i i wanted to to try craniosacral therapy first yeah yeah very good thank you and um describe any positive outcomes or frustrations that you had with the process and um yeah just briefly if you would um, yes. So my daughter's lopsidedness in her head um, was like killed with cranial sacral. Um, so that was a positive thing. And pretty much 
um anything else was healed i know i was working with you because of her head bobbing and that's subsiding that's going down um substantially i think the only thing with cranial sacral is it takes time it's not like uh like you do a one-time fix and i think it's kind of hard because we live in a society where we want stuff done immediately like you want it done like now you don't want to wait so i think that's the hardest thing with body work is just you have to be patient and be patient with your baby and um support them through like tummy time and um holding them and things like that so that's my experience good job thank you and how about you mom a um yeah i i felt like I saw results right away. Um, my baby relaxed, um, was so relaxed during the session. And then even afterwards, I remember trying to put the, him on and latch him and he was nursing so beautifully. Um, so I agree that it takes time to see the results. Um, and the frustrations for me were that uh, it was hard for me to replicate what it was that I was seeing and then doing it myself. Mm -hmm. um, that felt like, that felt like the most challenging for me and also to describe it to, like you're saying with the American culture and society, it's kind of like, well, you know, is it really working? What is it? It was hard for me to describe it. I just, when I was in it and saw my baby seeing success and results I, it, I knew that it was helping and I could feel it every time that he would latch going forward mm -hmm. thank you well so we've kind of touched on some of the um, ways you know like that American moms um, work with their babies as far as moms thinking about how babies um, should be held and how they should breastfeed or not breastfeed. And America tells you different ways of being with your baby. Could each of you in a succinct way share how, um, what societal cues you were receiving um, and how you went your own way with how you decided you wanted to be with your baby? Does that make sense? Yes. Um, for me, um, well, it's two things. For me, my thing is, my thing is fostering a healthy baby from birth. I feel like in our society, we focus on that once. You can't hear? As well. Come closer. Oh, sorry. Kaya. Kaya. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, for me, um, being um, a parent, I feel like it's my job to foster health from birth. Um, and it's easier to foster health from birth versus if she has a chronic illness or eczema or something later on in life. And it's my job um, to protect that. So for me, that means having a low toxic lifestyle for my child. So I make sure that everything is as non-toxic and organic as possible. And that definitely goes against the grain because it's more expensive. Mm -hmm. 
And the same thing goes for like body work and other things too. Um, like for me, like I heard that you should put rice in their cereal to make them fill them up faster. And why are you doing baby led weaning? Like you should just be giving them parades and cranial sacral like doesn't work. Cause like people, they look at it to them. They don't see like you're doing anything. And, um, you know, I hold my baby when she's crying. I don't want her to be stressed out and I don't, and babies can't manipulate. And it's just really hard because you have parents that raise kids and since they raise kids and they're alive, they think that what they did is right because they don't know internally how they affected their child because a lot of children have eczema or nowadays have ADHD or they're on medication or a lot of mental illness and our kids are becoming sicker and sicker. And it's because we're taught this American way that goes against biological, um, like biologically how biological are supposed to develop like I'm an anthropology major and just seeing how America goes against um natural instincts about what we have done for 200,000 years is really um disheartening and it affects our children which affects our future yep very well said and mom a yeah, I, I like what, what she said, too. As an educator, um, I've always been an elementary school teacher. I am such an advocate for early intervention. And so the sooner that we start helping their biological needs, the better. And it's hard to know at the newborn stage, like, is this really what I'm seeing? Especially as a first time mom, you're like, well, I don't know. Is this normal? Is it not? Should I just wait and see or jump to the fastest thing that gives us results? Um, so yeah, I, I, I think American culture and society, we just like are so fast to want results. Um, and or just wait and see and let the body do it on its own and so i liked having the intervention right away i felt like i learned more i felt like my baby got what you know he needed and so i was so grateful to have intervened right away wonderful thank you both um so in in finishing up has your thinking changed about whether um, babies should get body work or pediatric chiropractic? What do you think about pediatric chiropractic? Is that something that you think Americans know about or would be open to? Um, no, a lot of people don't know. There's been like a war on chiro chiropractors and giving them a bad rep and people are like think all chiropractors just crack people's backs and they're going to crack your baby's back and you know, they think that they're like quacks and stuff. So a lot of people don't understand chiropractic. I believe that it should really be standard that every baby goes and see a chiropractor, especially after birth, because the birth is not just hard on, on you, it was hard on the baby. Like it was in an aqueous environment for nine months and now it's on the outside. And labor is hard for them too, because they're turning and twisting. And um, 
I think that it should be more mandatory. I feel like body work should be done sooner. And I feel like babies should be evaluated for tongue ties and lip ties in the hospital um, to save people in their breastfeeding journey. Um, because I feel like a lot of baby formula has a lot of really crappy things in it, and that should not be the first thing our babies are ingesting, because breast milk helps b- build their digestion system, and if they're getting formula, they're not getting the best start. Um, so I feel like that should be, um, standard, and I feel like we should not be giving our babies helmets. We should be sending them to cranial sacral people that can help fix that, um, you know, so I just feel like body work should be done first before they go through like Western modes of um, of um, of healthcare um, because the baby bodies know what to do if it's given the proper tools and this type of body work lets their body fix themselves instead of having a doctor or someone externally fix them. Um, so I believe that more people should know about it and um should do it and i feel like as a society as mothers that we need to come forward and be like we i don't want my kids in helmets i don't want my kids um sick anymore i feel like we have to like come together against this against corporations that are exploiting parents because we're being exploited and it's at the risk of our children and our children in the future cool very well said Yep, and I saw Mom A shaking her head yes to everything you said. It really, really helped hearing that myself because I do think about um, now that I'm pregnant with baby number two, I'm like, how will I know if baby number two needs body work? And should I just jump in anyway because I've seen the benefits? And um, I, I appreciated hearing that perspective because... It's really true. I think babies learn through that body work that how digestion works and feels, I guess, more so feels from a newborn's perspective. It like, I think made it feel more calming to them. Um, and right, like position, I think like just the head positioning, correcting the body, um, Yeah, doctors are so focused on numbers and the weight. Um, And so they just push formula because everything's a numbers game to me. I I just see a pattern always with my friends. Like, well, I just need to get the baby in this percentile. So I'm going to bump them up with some formula and that's going to help me. And it's like, instead of that, it should be, yeah, body work and helping digestion so that baby is feeling relaxed, getting more of what they need naturally. You're right, like tongue ties, lip ties, like all that is, as a new mom, you don't, you really don't know. And the hospitals are so focused on other things. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're not aware of, of body work and the benefits, you, you don't know to go that route. Right. Had you ever heard of pediatric chiropractic, Mom A, before I told you about it? No. Okay. Well, that's probably why we're doing this podcast, but, you know, also, of course, embracing other types of body work. We've mentioned craniosacral quite a lot. And osteopathy is what the root of craniosacral therapy was. It came from there. So um, 
And we will be talking about tongue tie in the next episode. So hope you'll tune in for that. And um, I really want to thank you both for your perspectives, for your willingness to share your personal journeys, and just for being incredible people and great moms and sharing bits of your lives with me. It makes my life wonderful and fulfilled. And thank you both for being on and thank you to all our listeners. Um, and we'll be journeying on with some podcasts on other topics like tongue tie and breastfeeding and all those good things in the holistic world of health. So thank you both. Have a wonderful day. And I'm, let's see, stopping recording. Here we go. Great. Hey, good job, everybody. Oh, yes. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank I, you. I think it would be better.